Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all doing? This is Nicola Barden here on The Weekend Buzz. And do I have a fascinating chat coming up for you. There is a new podcast coming out. Um, It actually, sorry, it is out. It came out on Wednesday. It's called Call of the Wild and it's by the WWF, which are the World Wildlife Federation. Some uh, cause that's very, very close to my heart. Um, You may or may not know if you've listened to the show before that I have been to Africa, to Namibia, where I volunteered for a few weeks with a an animal sanctuary, a wildlife sanctuary out there. I raised money for not only for the sanctuary, but also for um, WWF and the Born Free Foundation who do everything they can to help get animals back in the wild, to take them out of disastrous situations with individuals, with companies, with zoos, etc. But they just do such brilliant work and definitely recommend anyone go and 
look at Born Free, look at WWF and of course, look at Nankuse where I went to see, I went to work. But back to the podcast. So it's called Call of the Wild and it talks all about how we're going to, how we're going to save the world. Okay, let's look at it in the positive light. How are we going to save the world? And all the steps that we can do to turn around the figures that are in the negative and make them positive. And we're already seeing so many changes that lockdown have brought on you know, in terms of the environment, we're seeing elephant numbers are on the rise, tiger numbers are on the rise, rhinos um, that haven't been poached in months, which are, is an amazing thing. Seeing people buying up land so that can be given back to uh, forestry and stuff like that. So that's all big things. And then there's the small things that many of you are doing and you probably don't even realize it. But every time that you don't eat meat at dinner, that's a huge thing. Every time you try a veggie meal, huge. Every time that you say, I'm going to have a can of Coke instead of a bottle of Coke. That's amazing because you aluminium is one of the most recyclable things on the planet. You can literally recycle a can of Coke 500 times. It doesn't matter. It, keeps, it can keep being recycled. Plastic, as we know, is the enemy. So uh, if you're in the shop today and you're thinking, mm, which am I going for? Go for the can. Treat yourself with the can. Um, the new podcast is presented by Kel Spellman. He's an actor who you probably will know from Cold Feet. Um, but he has now used his, uh, conserva- his passion for conservation to chat to some of the world's experts and some famous faces about how we can turn this all around. And some of the figures that you'll hear in the podcast are amazing, um, not in a good way. Um, in 2019, we lost a football pitch of rainforest every six seconds. 8 million tons of plastic enter the oceans every year. Uh, 20% of all industrial water pollution comes from fashion. That's scary, but you'd have to think that that is down, we'd hope, because of the fact that we weren't spending as much and we weren't buying as many clothes and we've nowhere to wear them. So unless it's gym clothes, you're probably no point. Um, But on his first episode, Kel has an amazing guest who you you might have heard of, um, a fella called David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to let Kel tell the story now. So let's let's see what he thinks. Hello, how are you? Good. How are you, Kel? I'm very well, Nicola. How are you? You okay? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks a million for talking to me today. <laughs> no, gosh, no, it's my pleasure. I've been um, I've been buzzing really to be able to do some bits over in Ireland, just because you know where my family's from. So um, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. So whereabouts are your family from over here then? We're, we're all from, well, it's my dad's side of the family are from uh, County Mayo. We're from um, Ballyhornis, um, kind of by Taurine and Taurine. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of where my, my history lies as far as the Irish ancestry. And we, we used to go all the time as kids, to be honest. I mean, any, any school break or half term or holiday probably was spent over at my granddad's house in Ireland. And then unfortunately, just when I was around 15, 16, um, he had to let that go, unfortunately. So I've not a chance to be going back as much as I like, but, but you know, spent basically from when I was 16, coming over four or five times a year. Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of where we're from, basically. There's a huge um, Mayo Irish living in the UK. It's really strange. It's like one of those places that it doesn't seem like there's that many people in it. And then you go to England and they're like, oh, yeah, we're from near Ballyhonis or from, you know, Westport. And you're like, this is so strange. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it just seems that there is a big community, particularly in Manchester as well, actually, funnily enough. Yeah. Um, there, there seems to kind of be a big Mayo community. But it's always that thing. It's like even when I'm... 
when I'm down in London, it's, it's that thing of how the Northerners will always find each other and gravitate to each other. And I think the same can be said for the Irish as well. That's probably true. We do have a particular look and we end up talking to each other, even though we're in, you know, you're on a hol- foreign holiday and you're like, <laughs> you're probably from Ireland. I'm going to probably talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's some something in the ether tells us that that's the person I need to be spending my time with. And usually it's probably right. <laughs> well, you're going to make a lot of people jealous with your new job. Obviously, you're an actor. Um, you've been in the likes of Cold Feet and White Lines and stuff like that. But your job, your current job, episode one of your podcast, man, I'm so jealous. You had David Attenborough. Oh, I know it's it's funny, Nicola. I keep saying I feel like we maybe might have peaked too soon. We we kind of have gone in at the absolute top and the best we can do. So it feels like maybe it's only downhill from here. But we'll be we'll be working hard to try and keep it on that level. But it was um, it. I mean, for, for me personally, it you know it was one of the the best experiences of my life and something I'll treasure professionally. You know, I think I feel very fortunate and grateful to have had the the opportunity to just to sit down and, and speak to the, the main man himself. I think it's something, you know, I think actually for, for most people, I know that's something that we'd all love to do. So I, I definitely felt very grateful enough to be able to do that. And I'm just so thankful that he, he was, he agreed to come on. It does feel like it was the perfect way to, to kick off this podcast series, really. Now, we can't, once it happened, it was like we couldn't have had it starting any other way. So, no, it's it's not lost on me. Don't worry. I know, um, <laughs> I know I'm very, very lucky. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, um, I'm an animal advocate. I'm a wildlife advocate for, you know, years. And I've been to Africa volunteering and stuff like that. But what is, what's Amazing. your background in that? How did, the, you know, you and the WWF come together to get this podcast? What was it about you that kind of, they said, you're the one we want to host it? Well, um, I think for me, not to cut a long story short, I've always felt I've had a connection and a real passion and enthusiasm for wildlife and for the natural world. You know, I had the, the adoption packs when I was younger. I think, you know, I had adopted a dolphin for, for how many oh. years. So that's kind of always been in me, I think. And then I think as I've got a little bit older, and of course your understanding of the world grows a little bit and you become a lot more aware of what's happening and you talk about global warming in school. I guess then that kind of started to, you know, um, galvanise me to think, wow, this, this doesn't sound too good and it feels like it's not getting any better so I kind of want to do something about it otherwise I'll feel quite helpless um, and I was around uh, and of course as well it goes without saying I think David Attenborough's programs absolutely were also instrumental in kind of showing me the natural world and almost helping grow that love and adoration I have for it and I was 15 I was around 15 16 Nicola and um, I was on children's BBC at the time here in the UK on CBBC and um I guess out of that feeling of what not wanting to bury my head in the sand and wanting to try and help and make a difference, I guess, I thought, listen, I know I'm, I'm no name. No one probably really knows who I am, but um, I work with young people. I'm on CBBC, so I feel that's kind of an in. So I, I emailed uh, WWF and just said, look, this is me. This is what I'm about. I've, I've always loved and supported what you do. If there's, if there's ever anything going on in schools, maybe, or centered around young people, um, I'd love to, you know, lend lend my voice and, and whatever I can do to help you. And um, they very kindly and amazingly emailed back. And then that kind of was the start of this 10-year relationship we've been on. And then at the back end of, I want to say last year, but obviously last year was a myth. So the year before that <laughs> um, was very proud uh, to say that I became a WWF ambassador. Uh, and then the conversation started from them uh, that they'd thought about the podcast and kind of some radio and stuff. They kind of said, what do you think? And I, I was 
it was a podcast is something I've always wanted to do and it just felt like the perfect matchup really. So sorry, it was quite a long way of telling a short story, but that's kind of how it came about basically. Oh, no, it's brilliant to hear because, you know, to, the fact that you actually have this background, you're interested in it. It's not like you're this person. They just said, listen, he's a bit famous there. So let's just pick him. It, like for people like me who are really mm-hmm. into this um, conservation, who are trying our best to do everything we can, to know that you have that background is really important. Agreed, agreed. And I think, you know, because um, as well, you'll know this, Nicola, and, uh, you know, one, people aren't stupid and young people definitely aren't stupid. And I think you can always... You can always tell when there's maybe a slight bit of detachment, you know, or maybe someone is just presenting something or saying something because they've been told to, you know, stand there, read that auto cue and, and Bob's your uncle. And I think when you're talking about something like climate change and, and the environment and, and what needs to happen, it's very easy for people to switch off as it is. And if I think it's an easier thing for people to do if they look at you and go, you're just another person paying lip service. So I think if it's embedded in that truth, like you say, it kind of carries more weight. And I think you're more likely to bring people on board and, and at least get them to entertain you and, and listen to you. And then, and then ha- what they do with that information is totally up to them. But I absolutely agree. I think it has to be embedded in some form of truth and sincerity and flipping out of yeah, that top one for saying that as well, actually. Thank you. Well, you know, it's true. I like it's what it's why we love David Attenborough as well because he is so passionate about it. We know he cares. He's not just saying it because he's getting paid. You know what I mean? Like this is why people love him. He and that's why it means a lot that somebody who's doing this podcast is also passionate about it. And then for them, for you, like for the WWF to come up to you and say, "Listen, we have a man who will come on the first episode," and it's Sir David. You must have just like fallen out of your chair. <laughs> I did. He's. I do you know what even it's funny now when with it kind of coming out this week it, it, I genuinely and I'm not just saying this I, I still can't quite believe it I still find it quite surreal to see the artwork with you know me and him it, it, it does just blow my mind I am um, you will put it this way there was a lot of restless night sleeps uh, and more or less no sleep the night before and a lot of uh, nervous energy throughout the day building up to it but you know what it was it was one of them where once you kind of start doing it and get into that space, you kind of just exist and are very present and actually all that goes away. And it's also helped by the fact that genuinely Nicola, he is, he is everything you want him to be and more. He is the most amazing, um, impressive man, you know, given his age as well, but the way he came in and he put everybody at ease and, you know, was um, very calm and sat down and felt like he listened to you and was very in tune. You know, it was also down to him. I think he made it such an easy experience and it, it was just, it was just a dream come true. And and it's that they say, don't meet your heroes. But I've been saying that's, this is one that you absolutely should meet. Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. I like, I love him. I'm reading his book. I'm just, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> everything he does. I'm like, you're my hero. But no, it is amazing to hear him be- and the thing, I listened to the first episode, obviously, and when he was speaking, and I like that you brought this up on the episode is, um, the positive sides and there is still time to, for people to change and because it's very easy to see the headlines or hear the negative and think well what's the point I'm, I'm a small person I'm not a global business or anything what can I do but a small mm-hmm. change starts a big change absolutely it's so true the two things of that the first thing being and I will not say this as poetically as I would like but I remember hearing this I think it was at some form of talk or maybe I listened to it on somewhere but someone talks about the you know the penny slot machines you get in arcades Hmm. you know the ones where you put it in and it drops down it's a bit like tipping point and then you're trying to push the coins off the edge aren't you and then you try and get more than what you put in well someone described it as the kind of individual as action as that and go yeah on its own of course, it might not be the one that pushes 
the coins over the edge, but you actually might be that one coin that suddenly amasses all those individual actions, which pushes all the pennies over the edge, and then you kind of get your winnings. And I think that's that's a great way to look at individual action. And in the same breath, I totally agree. I think it is a very it's a negative subject. That's let's not shy away from it. And and we are at a a crisis point. We're at a very critical point where something has to give. Um, but if if we keep on that negative doom and gloom narrative. Even I myself, you'd switch off. You go, I don't want to know. It's too much. I want to bury my head in the sand. And I think that is a feeling that a lot of people will probably empathise with and have felt at some point. And I think it's so important that you have that we do keep in this, the positive stories that are happening around the world because there is a lot of good still being being done and there is a lot of change happening. And actually, and the more I've kind of done this podcast, the more I have really learned that actually the systems are out there for us to implement the science is available to us to implement and the tools we need to turn things around absolutely are there at our disposal it's just down to us and big businesses and you know politicians and governments to actually pick up those tools and start instigating that change so it's and it and, and it requires both we absolutely need the big business and the big change but we also i feel all have a have a responsibility in a way and, and a duty to, to do what we can in our own lives. And I promise you those small individual actions, you add them all up and suddenly, like you say, you've got mass change on your hands. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, you can even see that from the likes of the rise of veganism. And not everybody's going vegan or anything like that, but there's more plant-based stuff on the market replacing some of the meat stuff that are out there. And you don't have to be vegan. You can still eat meat. But if you take that one day off, like a meat-free Monday, as they say, the more stuff that has been put out on shelves is actually helping the environment. And that's because individuals are going to stores and the the stores are then realizing that the demand is there and they're saying, right, let's get more of this healthier plant-based stuff in because that's what the individuals want. Exactly. And that's, and that's, that's, you've hit the nail on the head. You know, we, I think at times this, the world and the society in which we live in, particularly in the Western world, you know, it does a lot to try and make us forget that we still have power and have control over our actions and in turn then can affect those big businesses and supermarkets and places, places where we buy and, and, and spend our money and money is such a powerful thing. And those individual choices and actions 
put them all together will get heard by the powers that be. And I think even if you look at the, another example I like to use is the school strikes, which all started with Greta Thunberg, of course, but then actually galvanised young people from all over the world to step up and take note. And actually that's been a major driving force and push in the conversation and the kind of, that has made the alarm bells ring even louder than they were doing before. There's another thing I always say, Nicola, it's that, um, you know, if you look through, history you know and all the big movements and big change that has come whether that be from you know gandhi to martin luther king to i mean for where i am in manchester you know emily pankhurst with the suffragette movement it all started with one individual and look what happened so history and it is there written you know in black and white has told us that through individual action and through one person stepping up and speaking up actually there can be a, this wave of change and energy and movement uh, that then galvanizes more and more people and ends up bringing about the thing that you wanted to do in the first place so they, it's easy for us to get and, and I feel at times then we all do that we all feel a bit downtrodden you know and a bit think well what can little me do but it, it really really isn't the case and I always like to look back at history and at those stories to kind of remind me and go listen it absolutely is possible and 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 I I really firmly believe we 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 can absolutely do this one hundred percent. I do too, and I I see every day that there's you get a little bit of the nugget of good news. You know, you see that there's been no rhinos poached or something in a year, or you see that because the, the lockdown, yeah. you know, sky, uh, skies are clearer, or birds are you know reproducing, whatever it is. So there there is good news out there. You just you have to look for it, but you also have to make it yourself. And I'm guessing that's probably like one of the goals of the podcast is to spread the. Um, news of what you can do but is that what you guys are hoping to do with the rest of the series yeah I, I definitely it was a big part of it for me because as you've said before and you hit the the nail on the head Nicola it is a it's a very negative space uh to exist in to a degree and, and one of the big things I said look I think those who are involved in this conversation are aware of that but they still need the positive stories but if we're trying to make this podcast for everyone it has to have that that positive element to it it has to feel hopeful and it has to hopefully maybe inspire the people listening um and that really is kind of definitely something that i was very keen uh to put across and make sure that exists not just in this first episode but throughout the series when we focus on each topic let's not shy away from the facts we have to be honest and want to put it across in a clear and insightful way but in the same breath as well let's not forget that there is a lot of good out there being done and also that solutions are out there and let's remind people of that because there's no if you, if you we've got this big fight on our hands and if you think there's no way we can win the fight then what's the point fighting you need to show people we can win the fight and i think that's how you get them on board oh yeah and i think as well you tell people <coughs> we can't win and then people are like what do you mean we can't win well i'm well i'm gonna win then because yes. there's that push of wanting <laughs> to fight against people who think you can't do something <laughs> it is and that's that's the beautiful thing with this you know the, i think there's, there's an angle in which you can look at it and and whichever angle you you find fits you uh there's one out there for everyone um and i think people have just got to find that and whether that is through the podcast hopefully or maybe it's through one of david attenborough's documentaries or maybe it's through you going out and reconnecting with nature and finding a love for the natural world that maybe you'd kind of just push down a little bit and didn't realize was there i think whatever way shape or form it comes in and whatever angle you take and road you go down there is no wrong road just as long as i feel like we're all 
pulling in the same direction. Well, it's been a great first episode. Obviously, that's out now and anybody can go and listen to that straight after this. But obviously, um, there's more to come. Um, Is it going to be all, is it going to be guests every episode or what's the, or is it just going to be you giving facts? Tell us a little bit more about what's kind of coming up. (laughs) Yeah, I think my voice would get very boring for people (laughs) if it was just me telling them the facts. Um, But so (laughs) what we've, um, we've, we've got basically, I'm trying to remember how many, I can't remember how many actual episodes we've agreed on, but throughout the series, um, each episode will be focused on a different topic of conversation that's within the climate space. So we've got an episode um, on oceans and plastic. We'll be looking at deforestation and food. There'll be an episode on rewilding and nature. And then within those episodes, um, as I said before, we're going to try and, you know, as best we can succinctly uh, and not as uh, not overcomplicate where things are at and what is happening uh, and speak to those experts that can tell us and hopefully educate us a bit more on the subject but then also we're going to hear from the people that are experiencing the impacts of these things you know uh, firsthand and also having a different guest on each episode who's maybe on their you know who's on their own journey and finding out what they're doing and uh, big or small you know how are they navigating their way through this time and with their actions as well so we've had um I think I can say this. If not, it doesn't matter. We've got we've got George May Jagger is um, is joining us for an episode. We've got um, a couple of the cast from Sex Education. They're going to be coming on a different episode, and there's a couple of other guests as well that have um, have kind of more or less just been finalised. So it, it should be should be really interesting. Hopefully, you know, it's kind of something something in there for everyone. So that's that's the plan and uh, for the series. Wow, it sounds brilliant. And it's like, obviously, it's something I'm very passionate about myself, but it's good to, I'm still learning, like some of the facts you said in the first episode, and even in the teasers, I was like, I didn't know that that's how much, you know, was needed to make a cotton t-shirt or, you know, how much plastic goes into the ocean. And when, if I'm still learning that, you know, people are hearing this for the first time, it's definitely going to make you kind of go, um, really? Like, for what so anything that's education yeah. like that i can only have some good effects yeah I, I i i really hope so and and and, and off that you know I was, I was actually saying this to a friend the other day we've never had i think a fair and honest representation uh, of what is happening to the climate and the environment i think whether that's been through ignorance whether that's been maybe we don't want to face the whole truth but i've i've always said you know actually if if we presented the climate change case as it is, I think a lot more people will have been on board with this conversation a lot sooner because as you said, there won't, I don't think there's many people who could hear those facts or the statistics or, you know, watch something of a, I don't know, a poor bird with a six pack of plastic, you know, that you have from a bear, you know, wrapped around its neck that it doesn't, can't help but make you feel something and, and alarm you. And like you say, the, for instance, the, this, when I tell my friends, you know, we've lost 60% of wildlife since the 1940s, that's over half. It is frightening, that statistic. And you go, well, how have we allowed this to happen? It's go, well, really, no one's talked about it. Or when we have, we've maybe not presented the full story. So I think this is is a great way in which, like you say, you can actually present really what is happening in an honest way. Uh, And I think people are always going to be moved by that. And I think that's part of David Attenborough talks about that going... It's all well and good telling people what they can do and can't do, but I know what I'm like as well. Don't start, don't tell me what to do. I'm I'm very much of that mindset. But if you let people get their their own way, you know, and find organically find out what it is that makes them tick and what they care about and what they'd like to do, that's so much more powerful. And I think that comes through feeling and emotive storytelling. Uh, that you can kind of really get people in the gut and the heart. And that is the strongest thing because then people will, will take that and, and carry on their, their own path without you having to do anything. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Does that make sense? 
Oh, definitely. It's when you hear something oh, yeah. and you kind of, and it sticks in your brain and then you can't stop hearing it. And then suddenly, like I know myself when I, when I was in Africa, they told me about how much it takes to run the shower. And before that, I could have been taking a shower for 10, 15 minutes. And now I'm like in and out in three, you know, you have to be very careful of conservation of water. And suddenly, like I could go and like, take a 20 minute shower now it would it's now ingrained into me and that is how it happens you hear something and it just sticks with you and even it's one thing it doesn't matter because it's that one thing that has helped somebody and then that you tell somebody and then it goes on and on and it helps so this is a great way of getting across without you as you said saying don't eat meat don't do this da, da, da. people just lash yeah not that. preachy yeah completely no and you know, the, the, the the best example of that, Nicola, is um, is what Blue Planet Two did and the fight on plastics. If if everyone thinks back and remembers, up until that point, we were we the way we were going about with single use plastic, as we do with most things, we were doing it without a care in the world. But it took that program and to bring the the impacts of what we were having for people to actually see it, because we're fortunate, we're in a privileged position that we don't see the consequences of a lot of our actions, but people saw the state of the planet and what plastic was doing to it and what it was doing to our oceans and what it was doing to the wildlife. And almost overnight, that one episode changed everybody's thinking. And all of a sudden you're seeing a tax charge on plastic bags. And now, you know, I think most people, they were all on board saying single use plastics is one of the worst things that is absolutely polluting our planet. But it came from that program. And within that, people felt something. They felt mm-hmm. angry, maybe felt a little bit of shame, you know, felt heartbreak for to see these animals and to see these fish. And, you know, the poor whale that that lost its calf, you know, because it, it had oh. plastic in its system. You know, it's heartbreaking, but that's the type of emotive storytelling, as hard as it is to see and to, to digest, actually that galvanized a massive worldwide movement, you know, that single-handedly massively pushed the single plastics debate. Uh, and I think you can, again, you take hope from that and go, look, it's possible. Absolutely. So it's, um, it's yeah, that was, it was just a great example. Where in Africa were you, Nicola? Because that is, is, that is such a special place for me. I was in uh, Uganda the first time and the second time I was in Namibia. I was there for two weeks in a wildlife sanctuary in Namibia called Nankuse. Wow. It's Amazing. I would all I, I tell everybody about it. I'd never heard of it before I went and I literally tell anyone to go there because like you live off grid and, you know, they have the most amazing food and people and you help rhinos and you help giraffes and cheetahs and oh, incredible. Oh, I think you've just brought me on board, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was lucky <laughs> enough to um, I went around, around Kenya for um i went traveling around kenya i think it was actually just after the series of cold feet and similar thing i think this africa as a whole is just a very special place but there as well nicola you know these unfortunately as well it is the it's a fact that the third world and developing countries are actually the ones that are feeling the impacts more than any any of us in particular the indigenous communities around the world but they are the ones and i'm sure you found this like in that century that are actually uh living the most peacefully and harmoniously with the natural world and actually show it can be done because they're doing it do you know what i mean it was uh that was one of the biggest things i took from when i was there as well was going wow these people really are living very intrinsically and harmoniously with the world around them you know it's um and that's what we need to be striving for yeah we need to like they were the loveliest people you'd ever meet but also as you said they they knew they would point on the ground and be like to me that's the lion track and i'd be like ah running and they'd be like no no this is what you do if a lion comes near you and I'm like if a lion comes near me I'm dead but they will be so calm okay. what to do and they just 
kept on going. It was amazing. So, yeah, we have not only are we helping the animals of the planet, but it's also the people like that who aren't living in big cities and, you know, have a MacBook and have, you know, um, an iPhone and all this kind of stuff. They just live off the land. Completely. And and I think that's, I think people worry sometimes, you know, and going, you know, is that what you're asking everyone to do? And it's going, no, we're obviously not. You know what I mean, there are going to have to be compromises, don't get me wrong. But, you know, if we can maybe take, same with like the individual action thing, if you take a little bit of that and, you know, go, all right, I'm gonna, I've learned that from you, actually, maybe I can implement that in my own life that's what we've got to be striving for. And suddenly if you're doing all those little things before you know it, your, your whole routine and way of living and your, your kind of understanding of the world and the world around you has, has changed drastically without you really having to do too much or forcing it, you know, and that's, um, they're a shining example of that. Well, your podcast is going, the episode one is brilliant, but I was always going to fangirl with David anyway. Uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of them. Tell us. Of um... <laughs> believe it's being done monthly, but then in the interim, we have bonus content. So there's going to be a, a bonus episode dropping uh, with Sir David. So it's got all the bits from my interview that we didn't get to put in that episode. Uh, and then once that bonus content's dropped, then the following, that's when we'll start then the, the next episode. So we're kind of, you know, breaking it up with a, a bonus episode that will go out and then we'll bring you the next episode and i think if you if you just search call of the wild and it's on wherever anyone's listening to the podcast so on any platform i think if you can find it on there uh, and if you if you do subscribe i believe it helps the podcast and it really helps us so it would be much appreciated <laughs> and it will let you know then when the new episodes are there well i have subscribed on spotify so i will look forward to the bonus episode and then to hear the rest with all your guests and oh it's been so lovely to talk to you and to to have someone else who totally is on my wavelength in terms of we can do something about this planet and we can help it oh absolute pleasure has been all mine because these are some of my favorite conversations you know and um i actually feel where you probably know this as well feeling where we're coming from a similar position five years ago we were always the ones i think where you'd mentioned climate or the environment and people would roll their eyes and switch off but you know i take a lot of hope in that the the shift in consciousness now uh, has has changed drastically i think everyone is very much aware of what we're doing to the planet i know that something needs to change and i think you know suddenly i think everyone's on board with it so it's, it's great for us nicola but this was um this was a wonderful chat and i appreciate you you having me on and, and your time as well Oh, and you too. And I know like you're a busy man, so I really appreciate it. And look, hopefully I will be over in Manchester again sometime soon if this COVID ever leaves us. <laughs> yeah, it, well, listen, it, this too shall pass. We're on the home straight and um, I would absolutely love that. And similarly, I'm, I'm going to be coming back to Ireland as soon as I can. I need to road trip and I just need to go plant myself where I feel most at home. So um, I'll be sure to maybe drop you a, a shout when I'm, when I'm coming over on the ferry. You do. I'll I'll shout the Guinness round. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Look good. Look after yourself, and we'll chat to you soon. Look forward to it. Thank you again, Nicola, and have a lovely weekend. You too. Thanks a million. I really appreciate it. Bye. Cheers. See you. Bye. What an amazing chat there with Kel Spellman, actor and conservationist, and now podcast host. And wow. Like I've come away from that feeling positive. I feel like we we can make more changes and that's the way to think about it. Just look at your own life personally and think, what small thing can I do? Or write a letter to a company that annoys you that they've done something. Like you if you don't believe me, there's kids out there that have written to the likes of Burger King and to stop plastic and it's worked. Like this is amazing. So maybe give your kids a task. They could write to a company that use plastic in all the time get them to write a few letters, get their kids, their class to write a few letters. You know, this is the way it does drive that individual act to make it more. And 
you know, you will, you will have such a buzz if something comes about it. It can be, look, it, even it's just something to do in lockdown because we're, Michal says we're here till 2099. So <laughs> living in these four walls. Um, amazing chat. So go and find Call of the Wild. That's on all the usual spots. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Acast, all that. So it'll be, uh, follow it so that you can get an announcement every single time that they have a new episode. If you are just listening to this podcast here for the very first time, do scroll back and see is there anything that I've talked about before that you might be interested in. Um, If you are interested in conservation like this, there's a chat with Ivana Lynch, who was on Harry Potter, all about being vegan, all about wildlife and how we can help more. So do scroll back for that. If you're a fan of acting, there are some interviews with some of the stars from Hollyoaks, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, from Law & Order SVU, from Grey's Anatomy and so much more. So just take a little scroll and see is there anyone there that might tickle your fancy. Until next time, Nicola Barden here with you. Weekend buzz. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.